Good morning, family of God. God bless you. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All right, we're going to be reading out a little 24-hour book. Happy October 1st today. AA will lose some of its effectiveness if I do not do my share. Where am I failing? Are there some things I do not like to feel doing? Am I held back by my self-consciousness or fear? Self-consciousness is a form of pride. It is a fear that something may happen to you. What happened to you is not very important. The impression you make on others does not depend so much on the kind of job you do as on the, your sincerity and honesty of purpose. Am I holding back because I am afraid of not making a good impression? Again, let me go ahead and read this again, get some more clarity. AA will lose some of its effectiveness if I do not do my share. Where am I failing? Are there some things I do not feel like doing? Am I held back by self-consciousness or fear? Self-consciousness is a form of pride. It is a, a fear that something may happen to you. Whatever happens to you is not very important. The impression you make on others does not depend so much on the kind of job you do as on your insincerity and honesty of purpose. I am holding back because I am afraid of not making a good impression. Meditation for the day. Look to God for the true power that will make you effective. See no other holy, dependable supply of strength. That is the strength of truly an effective life. And you, in your turn, will be used to help many others find effectiveness. Whether spiritual help you need, whatever spiritual help you desire for others, look to God. Seek that God's will be done in your life and seek that your will conforms to His. Failure comes from depending too much on your own strength. Failure comes when we play God to other people and have them get their strength from our approval. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may feel that nothing good is too much for me if I look to God for help. I pray that I may be effective through His guidance. Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. I, Fernando, need a boost this morning. I went to the uh, ball game the other night to the um, Dodgers. I saw the... Uh, the Dodgers play the San Diego Padres, and uh, it was a great game because uh, they were losing. Well, they got on board right away, four in the first inning, four to zero, and then the other team came back and rallied a little bit, and uh, they got one point. So it was five to nine by the time the sixth inning came around or eight around there. And I said to myself, I shouldn't have come. How many of us say that to ourselves? We shouldn't have come, you know, I just put a hex on it. 
all the problems of the world is because of my doing. Anyway, I just said a little prayer. God bless the teams. I usually bless both of them. And sure enough, one home run, two home runs. And I think they ended up with about five, six home runs that day. And they won the game 11-9. to nine. It was a great, great game. A lot of laughter, a lot of joy. It feels, it feels good to win. And you, we, we can feel good to win in the morning if I say, today it's going to be the best day of my life. <clears throat> because my God, my higher power, which is Jesus Christ, is Lord of my life. Today is the best day of my life. I declare it. I claim it. Today I'm going to have a good, good day. Today it's going to be a good, good day. See, I make a choice. Today I bless the day. Today I thank God for the surroundings. I thank God I can move my toes, my ankles. I thank God that personally I have loved ones. Personally I have, I can generate some enthusiasm for the day. Up and over, up and on, onward. All right, let me read the uh, Daily Reflections today for October 1st. And welcome, and thank you so much for listening in. God bless you. God bless all your efforts today and your accomplishments, and no accomplishments either when it's time to rest. Bless that time too. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe. That's from Alcoholic Anonymous, page 85, October the 1st. Today's Daily Reflection. When I am in pain, it is easy to stay close to the friends I have found in the program. Relief from that pain is provided in the solution contained in AA's 12 Steps. But when I'm feeling good and things are going well, I can become complacent. But it simply... Put it To put it simply, I become lazy and turn into the problem instead of the solution. I need to get into action to take stock. Where am I and where am I going? A daily inventory will tell me what I must change to regain spiritual balance. Admitting what I find within myself to God and to another human being keeps me honest and humble. Amen. And that, for us, for a lot of Christians is, a lot of people that are seeking spiritual, is reading. We need to read in the morning, like I'm reading to you. This commitment here keeps me alive and well. And in the evening, I need to read. I read my Bible. I try to get in as much as I can. The last thing I read is, is a scripture. And I try to meditate on it. I read the one last night in Isaiah 61 where it says, you know, I have come to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, you know, to give a hug to the brokenhearted. So that's my job today. I just want to bless you and thank God for you. And as you're driving or listening, just to let you know that God is in control. Move over. <clears throat> give him the... The steering wheel. Let him take the steering wheel. Say, God, take this day. Help me to be joyful with you today. Help me to be kind with you today. Help me to give the benefit of the doubt with you today. 
Help me to have a fresh new experience with you, God. God, I turn myself over to you this day. Show yourself strong on my behalf. Let it happen as according to your word. Your loving kindness are new every morning. Your mercies are new every morning, God. Thank you for providing direction, assurance, and laughter. And tons and loads and loads of laughter, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Let's go ahead and pray the Our Father. Miracles happen when we pray this prayer in faith. So lock and load your faith. Focus on your higher power with all your heart and mind and soul. And let's let this prayer go and make a difference in our lives. Okay? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. For yours is the glory and the honor and the power forever and ever. Amen. Please do it on your own and hit, hit heaven, hit the payload. God bless you. Have a great day. Readings for today out of King James Bible, the Psalms, and the Proverbs at the last. So please be blessed with the Word of God. In the name of Jesus, we declare this readings into our hearts and minds and souls, Lord. Be it unto us according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, Lord. We declare this is so, Lord. Let us have a good day with you, Lord, a good day today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Reading of Psalm 1 of the King James Bible. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, they are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Psalm 31. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Never let me be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thy ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock for an house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress, therefore for thy namesake lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net that they have laid privately for me, for thou art my strength. Into thy hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. 
I have hated them that regarded lying vanities. But I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy. For thou hast considered my trouble. Thou hast known my soul in adversities. And hast not shut me up in the hand of the enemy. Thou hast set me free in a large room. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with grief, yeah, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing. My strength faileth because of my iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I was a reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and a fear to my acquaintances that they did see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mine. I am like a broken vessel, for I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side. While they took counsel together against me, they devised to take away my life. But I trusted in thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my God, my times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies, and from them that persecute me. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant. Save me for thy mercy's sake. Let not me be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. Let the wicked be ashamed, and let them be silent in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence, which speak grievous things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off from the before thine eyes. Nevertheless, thou heardst the voice of my supplications when I cried unto thee. O oh, love the Lord, all you hates. O oh, love the Lord, all you his saints. For the Lord preserveth the faithful, and plentiful rewardeth the proud doer. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you that hope in the Lord. Psalm 61 Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee, when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. O oh, prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. So will I sing praises unto thy name forever. 
that I may daily perform my vows. Psalm 91 He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at the right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalm 121 A Song of Degrees I will lift my eyes unto the hills. From when come at my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. Proverbs 1 The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of King David, King of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, 
to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtly to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of my of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, Come with us, let us lay way for blood, and wait. Let us look, lurk privately for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave, and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us. Let us have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run into evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privately for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which take it away the life of the owners thereof. The cry of wisdom. Wisdom crieth without. She uttered her voice in the street. She cried in the chief places of concourse. In the openings of the gates in the city, she uttered her words, saying, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called and you refuse, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But you have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh, when your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my counsel. They despise all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning of the way of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearken unto me shall dwell in safety, and shall be quiet from fear of evil.
October 1st, From Faith to Fed Daily Devotional. Bless the Lord by Gloria Copeland. Scripture for today is Hebrews 13, verse 15. By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Hebrews 13, 15. Again, by Him, Therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Amen. Hebrews 13, 15. Great things happen when you continually confess the mercy of God. Faith rises up on the inside of you. The reality that God loves you begins to sing through your spirit. What's more, it brings honor to your Father when you believe His Word and magnify His love and mercy. You honor Him when you speak of His goodness and loving kindness, when you talk about Him as your Father of love who does only good. It blesses Him when you praise Him as the great God of the universe who is eager to bless and who even gave His own Son because He so loved the world. David was a man after God's own heart. He knew how to praise Him and to praise his God until you have the Word dwelling in you richly so that you can speak psalms and praises out of your own spirit. Use the praises of David to magnify God. Speak them or sing them out loud to the Father. Put His words continually on your lips. You will soon begin to experience the thrill and the joy of realizing that God is indeed rich in mercy because of His great love with which He loved us. Your fate will rise to new heights and your Father will be blessed and you will be blessed. Amen. Additional reading is in Psalms 89, 1-18. And now, we're going to read this in Spanish. Gracias por venir a fe, a faith. <laughs> Octubre primero. Bendiga al Señor por Gloria Copeland. Hebreros 13.15 dice, Así que ofrezcamos siempre a Dios por medio de Él, Sacrificio de alabanza, es decir, fruto de los labios que confiesan su nombre. Así que ofrezcamos siempre a Dios por medio del el sacrificio de alabanza, es decir, fruto de los labios que confiesan su nombre. Grandes cosas suceden cuando usted confiesa continuamente la misericordia de Dios. Grandes. La fe inunda su ser interior y la realidad de que Dios lo ama empieza a manifestarse por medio de su espíritu. Es más, usted honra a su padre cuando confía en su palabra. Cuando magnifica su amor y su misericordia, cuando habla de su bondad y su benignidad.
Y cuando da testimonio de que él es un padre amoroso que hace solo el bien, a Dios le place que usted lo alabe por ser el gran Dios del universo que desea bendecirlo y que hasta dio su hijo para su gran amor al mundo. Por su gran amor al mundo. David, quien era un hombre conforme al corazón de Dios, sabía cómo alabar al Señor. Sí, la palabra aún no mora en usted ricamente como para pronunciar de su propio espíritu salmos y alabanzas. Utilice las alabanzas de David para magnificar al Señor. Exprésalas o cánselas en voz alta al Padre. Si ponen las palabras de Dios continuamente en sus labios, empezará a sentir la emoción y el gozo de saber que Dios es rico en misericordia. Por el gran amor con que nos amó, su fe se remontará a nuevas alturas. Su Padre será bendecido y usted también. Amén. Adicional Escritura en Salmos 89, 1 a 18. Thank you for coming in to today's podcast. I'm Fernando. I am an alcoholic, and my buddy Rick is here. We're going to be doing our readings for today. With the uh, start off with the set aside prayer, please. Lord, help me to set aside everything I think I know about you, everything I think I know about myself, everything I think I know about others, and everything I think I know about my own recovery. For a fresh new experience in you, Lord, a new experience in myself, a new experience in my fellow man, and a much-needed experience in my recovery, in Jesus' name. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Reading from the big book of Alcoholic Anonymous, starting with page 24. I'll read a couple of paragraphs, and then Rick, please follow along. And we'll get through this 20-minute reading very fast. Page 24. The fact is that most alcoholics, for reason yet obscure, have lost the power of choice and drink. Our so-called willpower becomes practically non-existent. We are unable at certain times to bring out into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation of even a week or a month ago. We are without defense against the first strength. The almost certain consequences that follow taking even a glass of beer do not crowd into the mind to deter us. If these thoughts occur, they are hazy and readily supplanted with the old treadbare idea that this time we shall handle ourselves like other people. There is a complete failure of that kind of defense that keeps one from putting his hand on a hot stove. Someone may say to himself in the most casual way, it won't burn me this time, so here's how it works. Perhaps he doesn't think at all. Often of us, we get to drink in this nonchalant way, and after a third or fourth pound on the bar, I said to ourselves, for God's sake, how do I ever get started again? Uh, only to have that thought 
supplanted by a wall, I'll stop at the sixth string, or was it used anyhow? Luna's sort of thinking is fully establishing an individual alcoholic genesis. He's probably placed himself beyond human aid. And unless locked up a guy who will permanently insane, the stark and ugly factors are been confirmed by regions of alcoholics throughout history. But by the grace of God, there will be a thousand more convincing demonstrations. So many of us want to stop, but cannot. If there is a solution, almost none of us like the self-searching, the leveling of our pride, the confession of our shortcomings, which the process requires for a successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others, and we had come to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life as we have been living it. When therefore we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, and there was nothing left for us but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools <clears throat> laid at our feet, we have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we have not even dreamed. This great fact, the great fact is just this and nothing less, that we have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, toward our fellows, and towards God's universe. The central fact of our life today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. He has commenced to accomplish those things for us which we could never do by ourselves. If you're a serious alcoholic as we were, we believe that there is no middle of the road solution where there, we were in a position where life was becoming impossible and if we had to pass to a region which there is no return, to human aid, we had but two alternatives. One to go to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness or the intelligible situation the best as we could. The other is to accept spiritual help. This we did because we honestly wanted to and really make the effort. Amen. Turn to page 62, please. Selfishness, self-centered as that we think, is the root of our troubles, driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity. We step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past we have made decisions <clears throat> based on self, which later place us in a position to be hurt. So it's totally basically our own making the rise of our own self and alcoholics is an extreme example of self more will run right. So he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we all must be rid of the selfishness. We must or it kills us. God makes that possible. And it often seems there's no way of trying to get him rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral, physiological convictions galore, but we could not live up to them, even though we would like to. We never could reduce our own self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help. This is the how and the why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next, we decided that there after a draw of life, God was going to be our director. He is a principal. We are his agents. He is a father. We are his children. Most good ideas are simple, and this concept was the keystone of a new triumph of ours, which we passed through freedom. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer, being all-powerful, he provided what we needed, if we kept close to him and performed his work well. 
Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered that we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of His presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. We were now at step three. Many of us said to our Maker, as we understood Him, God, I offer myself to Thee to build with me and to do with me as Thou would. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do Thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of Thy power, Thy love, and Thy way of life. May I do Thy will always. We thought well before taking this step, make sure we were ready, that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to Him. Turn to page 76, please. When really we say something like this, my creator, I am now willing to do with that, Lord, you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that now you remove me from every single defect character which stands in my way of my usefulness to you and to my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go out there and do your bidding. Amen. Uh, we have now completed step seven. Uh, turn to page 86, please. On awakening, uh, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is clear or wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we face the decision we are able to determine which course to Here is where we ask God for inspiration of two of thoughts or decision. We relax, we don't take it, we take it easy, we don't struggle. We are surprised how right answers come when we try this for a while. What used to be the hunch of the occasional inspiration and gradually becomes working part of the mind. Being still an experience, we have just made conscious contact with God, and we, it is probable that we are going to be inspired all the time might pay for the presumption of all sorts of obscured actions and, and ideas. Nevertheless, we have find that we are thinking will be placed on, uh, will, uh, uh, I, I got mixed up. Our thinking will be, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration because we rely upon it. And we easily conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be. That we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to a religious denomination which requires a definite morning devotion, we attend to that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggestions about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. 
make use of what they offer. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful. We ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show. Uh, humbly say to ourselves, if any time you stay, thy will be done. We are living danger or excitement of fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or post decision. We become more and more efficient. We do not tire so easily. We are not burning up energy foolishly as we deal with the work. Uh, trying to raise life to suit ourselves. I turn to page 416, please. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism was a disease, not a moral issue. That I had been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I had not been aware of the compulsion at that time. And that sobriety was not a matter of willpower. The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had. But I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. After I'd been around AA for seven months, tapering off alcohol and pills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange as it may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts, and it is all right with me. Now what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on, I have not had a single compulsion to drink. Serenity and so I accept that person, place, or situation. Certain person, place, or thing, or situation as I being exactly the way it's supposed to be at the moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing, happens in God's world by mistake. Until I accept my alcoholism, I cannot stay sober. Unless I accept my life completely, I cannot be happy. Uh, what I need, I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world, but what needs to be changed in me, my attitudes. Shakespeare said, all the world stages, all the men in the world, we really we forgot to mention I was a true critic. Uh, I, I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation, and I was always glad to point it out because I knew he wanted perfection just as I did. AA acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us, and if we are all children of God, and we have all, we each have the right to be here. When I complain about you, or about, when I complain about me or about you, I'm always complaining about, I am complaining about God's handiwork. I am saying I know better than God. Uh, good morning, Dermot. If you like, you can- Good morning, Fernando. Morning, Rick. Uh, you guys just read away. I'll, I'll just listen in. I'm trying to sort out a plot here. Okay, good to hear from you. God bless you. Uh, all right. Alrighty. For years, I was sure the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me would be that I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I find it's the best thing that has ever happened to me. This proves I don't know what's good for me, and if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I am better off if I don't give advice, don't figure I know what's best, and just accept life on life's terms as it is today, especially my own life as it actually is. Before AA, I judged myself by myself, by my intentions, while the world was judging me by my actions. 
Acceptance has been the answer to my memorable problems. It is though AA has given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for 35 years. Prior to our marriage, when she was a shy, scrawny adolescent, I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift of being easy to talk to, a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It was as if I had, rather than a Midas touch, which turned everything to gold. A magnifying mind that magnified whatever it focused on. Over the years, as I thought about Max, her good qualities grew and grew. And we married, and all these qualities became more and more apparent to me, and we were happier and happier. But then as I drank more and more, the amount of treatment affect my vision. Instead of continuing to see what was good about my wife, I, could be, I began to see her defects. And the more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew and multiplied. Every defect I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was nothing, she reduced the limit into nowhere. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Then one day in AA, I told her that I had my, I was told that I had my glasses on, my glasses backwards. The courage to change in a certain environment, not that I should change my marriage, but rather I should change myself and learn to accept my spouse as she was. AA has given me a new pair of glasses. I can, then can focus on my wife's good qualities, watch them grow, grow, and grow. We want? I could do the same. I just, I could do the same thing with an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on his defects, like starch, long drunk logs, cigarette smoke, the worse the meeting becomes but when i try to see what i can add to the meeting rather than what i can get out of it and when i focus my mind on what's good about it rather than what's wrong with it the meeting keeps getting better and better when i focus on what's good today i have a good day when i focus on what's bad i have a bad day if i focus on a problem the problem increases if i focus on the answer the answer increases page 420 please perhaps Perhaps the best thing for me is to remember that my journey isn't personally proportional to my expectations and the higher my expectations of Max and other people, the lower my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but then my rise try to move in. They too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rise as well as my, as well as my expectations by asking myself how important is it really, how important is it compared to my serenity and my emotional sobriety. And when I place more value on the serenity and sobriety than anything else, I can maintain it at a higher level, at least for the time being. Because it is the key to my relationship with God today. I never sit around doing nothing while I'm waiting for him to jump what to do. Rather, I do whatever's in front of me that needs to be done. I leave the results up to him. However, it turns out, God's will for me. I must keep my magic mind in my mind on my acceptance and on my expectations, but my serenity level is directly proportional to the level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I've never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Amen. Turn to page 552, please. He said, in effect, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for the person or the thing that you resent, you will be free if you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them you will be free ask for their health their prosperity their happiness and you will be free even when you really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it go ahead and do it anyway do it every day for two weeks and you will find you have come to mean it and want it for them and you will realize that there were used to be filled bitterness and resentment and hatred you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. 
It worked for me then, and it has worked for me many times since, and it will work for me every time I am willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask first for the willingness, but it too always comes. And because it works for me, it will work for all of us. As another great man says, the only real freedom a human being can ever know is doing what you ought to do because you want to do it. This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is just really another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholic Anonymous and everything I need I get. And when I get what I need, I invariably find that it was just what I wanted all the time. Page 100, please. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in a path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When you look back and realize that the things that we used to get came to us when we were putting ourselves in God's hand were much better than anything we could ever plan. Follow the decades of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world no matter what your circumstances. Amen. Turn to page 83, please. The Promises. If we are painstaking about this phase of the, our development, we will be amazed before we're halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the worst already, and we will know peace no matter how far down the scale we have gone. We will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations we used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Page 85, please. It is easy to let up on a spiritual program and act in the rest of our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do so. Alcoholism is subtle. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is daily reprieve the conjugate of the maintenance of a spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we carry out that vision of God's will into all of our activities. We have how how these women. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are these thoughts go through us. Must go go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along the line of all we wish and the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and decoration from him, from him who has all knowledge and power. If we are careful, we are, if we have to be careful to follow the directions, we have to be guided and sense a new flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. We have, we have begun to develop a vital success, but with this spirit, more action. Amen. Turn to page 43, please. Once more, the alcoholic at certain times has no effective mental defense against the first drink. Except in a few rare cases, neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. D.N. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you very much, Rick. Wonderful readings.
I'm going to go ahead and reset it, this thing. But have a great weekend, man. God bless you. All right, you too. Okay. Good morning. Welcome back. Let us go ahead and open the half, second half with the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Good morning. What's happening in England way over there, man?
even though I didn't want to this morning, I was like, you know, I've been doing it for so long that it's, it is, you know, uh, it's automatic. You know, as soon as I started doing it by faith, pushing that way, the, the chemicals, the endorphins, the dopamine, I like the word dopamine. I guess that's where I got the word dope. You know, it's a natural chemical in your brain that's released. When you acknowledge goodness, when you acknowledge, it's about four chemicals that God releases, and they become our high, you know. A natural high is, is these good fuel chemicals that we can tap into them by just start wiggling our toes, and you can do it for about 30 seconds, and the thing, scientists tell us, it starts releasing it around the... Uh, around the forehead and starts, you know, you start releasing those chemicals of uh, thanksgiving, you know. In addition to that, we have God's promise that he says, I'll give you mercy. No, but I want justice, and I want justice now, those mother. He goes, but you only qualify, well, if I give them justice, I have to give you justice too, and it's a big hammer, man. I don't think you want that. <laughs> he goes, how about if we... Give them mercy and give you mercy. Okay, that's all I qualify. Fine, I'll take it. And uh, <laughs> and then God starts pouring out His mercy upon us and so forth. Because man, you know, I went to the ball game the other day, and uh, I, I took these shoes, but they they hurt. And you know, I I found these in a box out there, and they're my size, but they're small and they're good quality ones. But uh. I had good ones. I bought good ones, but someone asked me if I had some used shoes, and I didn't have them. My my father-in-law, I gave him all the good uh, tennis shoes that I had paid good money for, and he's using them. And and now I could be grumpy of that that I got to go somewhere right now, and I got to use these 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 tight shoes. I was at the game there, walking around like a homeless man with shoes that didn't fit me, but I had a kick. <laughs> So I, I can easily, you know, this morning I'm going to say, I don't have any good shoes. I gave them all away. I said, so I have to thank God. And I don't want to go out and buy any because, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i expecting God to provide for me a, a new pair of Vans or a new pair of uh, Adidas or whatever, Nikes and stuff. So, uh, and, the, and the problem reminds me to praise him and thank him for his mercy. He know he says, God says, I know what you need. You're right. He says, I know what you need. You know, he's far ahead of us. He said, even while you're asked, I will answer while he's asking. Has ever that ever happened to you? You're like this. You're asking. And all of a sudden, somebody's knocking on the door. And you say, man, can anybody give you any time to pray around here? <laughs> the answer's already, you know, that has happened to me. <laughs> yeah, we can. So this is this. You got an incredible, incredible opportunity to go, and you want the people to have good spirits where you're going. You want the house to have good spirits where you're going. You know, you don't want to uh, go to a place where somebody's been murdered or something like that. You know, you want to make sure that there's there's good vibes in the walls. You know. Uh, and then if you ask him for his mercy, that's where he'll send it to you. And then we have to be confident that he is sending us in the right place because we asked. We asked. And then you can give us a testimony, man. Woo, this guy's got a, 
a granddaughter you couldn't believe <laughs> or something like that you know <laughs> something yeah well the second high stuff is that, that I was inquiring about they, they seemed, that's what I was thinking Jesus this sounds even better you know the landlord and his wife you know they sent it to happy people they were just putting their ring on the rent for the first time they didn't really know what way it works you know and they look at me to find out off the council here you know and get back to them through an email you know and let me know if the council covers all the rent yeah that, that'd be wonderful you know and then there's opportunities for employment and for um all kinds of opportunities, you know. Especially a person may need a, a, a handyman, you know, around the house or even driving and taking places and just, uh, you might be able to put in some extra hours and get paid really good in a situation like that. Yeah, that's it. I need a wee cure. Like, I, I can get a cure, I don't know, in a while, you know, pay 500 or 1000 for a cure, you know, and just get a wee... But the cure doesn't really matter where it is, like I can live out in the country the best. Amen. You know, I I saw right here. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's it. You said um, it's gonna it's you know it's gonna be fun to see how God's gonna get you out of this one. <laughs> I always like to say that. Okay, God's gonna be really fun to see how you got me out of this one. And says, okay, God, I admit it. You know, I'm in this situation because of my actions. I accept that, and it's okay with me. Now, what am I going to do about it? It's really what we going to do about it. What do you want me to do about it? You know, and um, he corners us and takes all our options so we can say that. He did that to me. And once I said it, uh, someone needed a little bit of help of information while I was waiting. And that's, that was his will, see, for me to help that guy. I think I told you that story of the police, the highway patrol guy. I ran out of gas on the freeway. And I sat up on the hill, and I was, had a borrowed card. I had no cars, no money. I had left my money at home. I went to down to the bottom of the California state to take a, a federal license for a certain thing. I knew I passed, but I had forgotten my money and I had an appointment that's been months ahead of time. I couldn't miss it. I had enough gas to get there. I went down to, to the south of California, passed the test and I was driving up. I ran out of gas on the, on the freeway overlooking the ocean right by the Marine base in uh, San Onofre, California. I sat up on the hill with a bottle and I said, okay, God, where's the, it's going to be nice to see you get me out of this one. And I sat there and I looked at the ocean and I was able to smell it and, and see it and hear it. And I heard God tell me, when's the last time you enjoyed my ocean? You know, I said, oh yeah, I remember I used to love the ocean as a kid. We all do that, you know. And uh, anyway, it wasn't long before a police a highway patrol showed up. They call them highway patrols over here. And he showed up. And as soon as he got off the car, I was all happy there. You know, talking to God with no gas, no money, not, not a pot to pee in. And the guy shows up, and he gets off the car, and I see him like he's almost collapsing. The highway patrol, the cop with a gun. You know, he's got this this distraught look in his face. Like, I don't want to be here, piss on this job. They don't pay me enough, it's too dangerous or whatever. And I said, what's wrong? That's the first thing that came out of my house to, to, to tell the highway patrol, what's wrong? 
And he goes, I just came back from a funeral and they buried my buddy down in San Diego. He goes, as a matter of fact, it happened right across the way right here on the other side of the freeway. He was giving a ticket and a drunk plowed into them and he killed them. And I said, I said, I'm sorry, man. You know, we're doing something for it in Alcoholic Anonymous. You know, we're we're talking to the new offenders and we're giving them insight through these meetings. And I'm from, I, you know, we started meetings in Sacramento. I started morning meetings and I started giving a rundown and the and the and the and the the, the intelligent judges and the intelligent uh, attorneys sent us to Alcoholic Anonymous for our own mercy. We're like wild animals, you know. We need instruction. We haven't been instructed that that we're dealing with a with a lethal weapon here driving. And I just started giving them a rundown of all the work that I was sent through the courts through AA. And he got a little better. He looked like he had 32 years old, had a family and everything, and and he can evaluating his life that it wasn't worth it being in a dangerous position, you know, with so many crazy people that don't value their lives, you know, the drink. And I drank and drove like that. So I thank God that nothing happened. Anyway, he left, and I just sat back up there. He didn't tell me anything or anything about calling nothing. He just took off. <laughs> Then another highway patrol showed up. Same thing coming from the from the uh, thing, and he he didn't say anything and he left. No, no, he told me that there was a, a, a rest stop up ahead, about a mile up. So I walked over there, and I found a Mexican guy taking a break in back of a pickup truck that cuts grass. And I asked him, "Hermano, tienes gasolina? You have any gas?" And he just opened his eyes. He was on the tail, on the back of the pickup truck, taking a rest. And he and he grabbed the can with his foot and he kicked it to me, full of gas. I go, no tengo dinero. I have no money. He goes, he goes, like this. He didn't say a word. Just says, no problem. I grabbed the gas and I said, thank you, God. Now I needed a hose. I went to a semi, a uh, 18-wheeler that was parked over there in the rest stop. And the, and the sign on the semi says, do not disturb. No soliciting. And I'm thinking, is that a new sign or is that an old sign? I don't know. So I found it on the door. <laughs> and I said, hey, you wouldn't happen to have a hose? And the guy looked at me like from way up there on the cab. He looked down at me like he was pissed. He jumped off the cab. He didn't even climb down. It was a, he jumped off. And I started to back off. And then he opened the little door on the side of the semi. And I thought he was gonna get his bumper jack, the uh, the metal thing that they hits the wheels, make sure they got air on them. That's what I did as a truck driver. I started backing off, and I get on the position of the of the warrior, you know, the stance. My shoulders go up, and I put my feet right. You know, this guy's gonna come at me, and he grabs a hose with plastic, brand new. And the way the reason he was surprised is because he someone must have gave it to him the day before. He goes, here, I don't need this. And he's wondering, what am I going to use it? And he grabbed it, he threw it at me, and he goes, he didn't say a word either. He just waved his hand. <laughs> I said, thank you. See, this was all predetermined, pre-set up by God. And I walked back, and then I found a plastic uh, a military helmet broken up a little bit, and I put it on. I found a flag on the freeway. So I'm walking back with the gas and whistling, and I got the flag, and I got the helmet in there like a crazy man walking up and down the freeway and happily go put my gas in. 
and it was enough to get to the next town. And when I got there, I said, I'm going to have to uh, panhandle now. And uh, I got in between two pumps and waited for the cars to show up. And sure enough, a couple shows up. The first car shows up, and he, that guy, he gives the wife 20 bucks. He goes, go, go pay inside. I'm going to put gas in there. And then I jump out. I said, hey, uh, can I have a couple of dollars? I need to get... He goes, sure, sure. And he, he starts going like this. I go, can I have five? And he gave me seven. He goes, sure. He gave me seven bucks, and that was enough to get me home to my town. And uh, I have given a lot of money. I figured, man, I sh somebody sure got to give me something back, you know. And, and make a long story short, okay, God, how uh, I accept the situation, my problem. It's going to be interesting how you're going to get me out of this one. So you praise him and you thank him ahead of time. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And we need to stay, uh, stay in love and peace and joy that he's got it. And he's going to put us to situation to service others, to take the sting away that are others that are feeling it. Uh, so we got to keep our eyes open if anybody's hurting and we have the information or even the peace to pass it on. That's a long sermon. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. God's definitely working in your life. Like, you know, this whenever you can see them things, you know, and you, and you can you see that God's, you know, letting these things happen, you know, and that's, you know, I've had plenty of that there through the years, you know, where you just get that sixth sense that God's with you, you know, and that it's gonna be all right. And I do believe that, you know, because I started taking the right actions at the start of the week and the same things has been happening. It's like God's shifting. He just shifts different ideas even in your head, you know, to, you know, because you're, when you're doing, when you're not doing his will and you're not even making an effort, you're just in another place altogether. But it's just about making the effort, isn't it? Like, it's like moving your conscious towards God's type of thinking. Amen. You know, it's interesting because in 552 it says that <clears throat> I don't have the willingness to pray for, for my enemy, but he gives you that too. And I never, I didn't understand this phrase where it says, the only real freedom a human being can ever know is doing what you ought to do because you want to do it. Um, I, I kept reading that. I said, it just didn't click. To, it clicked to today after reading this a year, right? It clicked. It says, uh, I have to ask first for the willingness, and when I have the willingness to pray for another one, when, I don't, when I'm in need, I'm in need of something, and then to have ask for the willingness so that I can help someone when I'm in need, that is uh, something new that I have lost. So I guess that's the way God put me on that position. Um, as, is to have fun in taking care of the needs, the confidence of God, the joy of the instructions, you know. But asking God to give you, give me the willingness to. Uh, so that's that's good. I'm, you know, I'm going to need the willingness today. I got to go help my sister go take some returns, some, some, and I get to see her and enjoy my sister, my sibling, older sister, and then I got to go see it. Um, I I I called a, a buddy of mine. I said, "You need any help?" He's going to get his license back next month, and he had it off for a year, and he can't drive because of, uh, you know, they've been taken away because of this alcohol problem we all have. Uh, so I'm going to go over there and help him move some things. So I, I give him my uh, 
Go help out. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and uh, pray out. Would you uh, choose a prayer of your choice, please? Fine. You're, you're doing fine. You're you're exactly doing what we we talked about. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Well, I think I should just thank God for the willing. Thank you, God, for the willingness that I seem to have more willingness today. I seem to I, I seem to have a wee bit more sixth sense, and I thank God for that. You know that day we've been able to communicate better on here. I'm able to communicate better on the other meetings with the rest of the people, and uh, you know I can. I'm just thanking God. You know for coming. For letting me know he's here, you know, and I keep praying for the willingness to, uh, you know, just keep doing the right things, you know, and the willingness to uh, stay away from gambling and, and looking at the, the defects, you know, that's involved in the bad feeling and that. No pornography. I, I, I didn't didn't look at it much, but I, but I've been, you know, taking a wee look on YouTube now and again at the uh, things that we should be looking at. And I haven't been doing that now for a week and a half. I've been asking God for a willingness. And uh, everything seems to go good, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm getting down on my knees and I'm talking to God from the heart, you know, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to be willing then, you know, I'm trying to do the right things. So uh, I thank God for, for just being God, you know, and thank, thank you, Fernando, for being you, for being there and uh, being a good, a good spiritual friend until uh, bounce these things off and... Uh, to do this work with. Amen. Well, thank you so much for giving us uh, uh, those prayers. Uh, thank you for praying for me. I, I hope to have a good day, and I pray that you have a, a good uh, the day. It's 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock over there in in, uh, in London right now, and, yeah. and it's eight, eight almost yeah. 8 a.m. in California. Amen. In Jesus' name, <laughs> let's go out there and give them heaven. It's so confusion. All right. <laughs> Take care. And oh, by the way, uh, I did my exercise today. We committed to exercise in October. You know, whatever it is, but something different of exercise every day for the month of October. And I'm reporting that because I committed to my. It doesn't have to be much, does it? Like it just has to be something, you know? Yeah. Amen. And that, I did that. All right. Take care. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.